This is me. There's no filter here. It's only me. These are my thoughts on the world as I've come to see it in the last half a century. Since I was 13, I have been challenging what I perceive as society's norms. The established thoughts on life, the universe, and everything. I've been fortunate to be exposed to so many wonderful cultures, beliefs, and ideals. Every one of them, every single one of them, has taught me something new about myself, what I'm doing here, and my place in the world. The journey is still ongoing, and I will likely never reach the end of my quest for truth. Yet I will keep trying, keep plugging ahead. So take these pondering thoughts in this series of podcasts with a grain of salt. They're merely snapshots of where I am today and where I may go tomorrow. Hope they provide some insight on whatever you are going through. Thank you for taking the time to listen. It goes without saying that my body is not who I am. Nonetheless, how I sculpt, clothe, and present it is a reflection of me. I realize that what made me distinct, what makes us all special, is that we're all invisible beings caught up in physical bodies, bodies that we didn't select with parents that we may not have chosen, family that may not be ours, and a programming of our brains that makes us do what we may not want to do. This may be a surprise for some, but as I grow past the 50-year mark, I realize that my body isn't necessarily who I am. In fact, who I am may have been right in front of my face, but I never knew it because I was so focused on looking at the mirror and seeing my body. I am infinite. I feel everything. I am everything to me. And there really is no limit. There's no, there's so little that is physical of me. Everything I experience, everything I do, everything I am is anything but physical. And I wonder if it's the same for you. So to me, the purpose of this physical aspect of my life is ironically to shed the physicality is to really get rid of all what we think we know, what we're all programmed to believe, and really trust ourselves, really trust what's deep inside of us. Because if you're like me, and you walk around every day, your interaction with the world is limited. You may talk to people, you may say hello, you may work with your friends or your colleagues, Uh, You may go out for dinner, but in reality, the true interaction, the interaction that matters the most, at least to me, is how I think about myself, how I think about my day, how I think about what I said, what I did. It's that interaction with me that defines my day, that defines who I am, and defines what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I wonder if if we all stop thinking of ourselves as physical beings 
and thought of ourselves as these spiritual, perhaps even energy-based, if you just want to look at it from a scientific perspective, beings, that something deep inside is much more greater than whatever we see in our physical selves, then perhaps we can achieve some of those goals that may have been eluding us all these times, all these years, and, and perhaps we can look at our lives in a different way and say, you know what? I, I, I don't want my external world or my external day or how many lunches I've had or how many great successes I've had at work or whatever to define my day. I want to I define my day by how I think about myself, how I feel about who I am and what I did that day, right? And that no one else has that control. No one else can make me feel differently than the way that I feel about me. That is in my control. That is in my power. So nothing makes me happier other than being me, truly me. My physicality is not me, yet I am the sculptor that forms my physicality. It may have been lent to me, invisible me, yet now that I am using my body, I can mold it mentally, emotionally, physically. So for some, right, physicality is what they invest their identity in. So they identify with their brain, their body, their looks. Yet there are still invisible beings like me, bestowed with the same aptitude of greatness as me, as all of us. Right? They are still the same beings that I am. Regardless of whether they invest in an identity that's physical, or whether they invest in, in, in an identity that's w- within they are still like me. They are still a piece of me. And I feel connected to everyone, regardless of how they choose to live their lives, what they choose to believe in, what they choose to see as the truth or not the truth. I have no right to judge another, as I don't feel anyone has the right to judge me and who I am. So perhaps that's the one thing that we all need to show the world, and specifically me. Because you can't start a movement, you can't start a wave without first changing who you are. And I really believe what Gandhi said was, you know, stop trying to change the world, just change yourself first, and the rest will happen. And... I truly believe that we are not confined or defined by our physicality. That it's just a vehicle we are borrowing. And it's amazing sometimes when I look at someone and my mind just naturally goes, and I'll be the first to admit, naturally goes into the bucket of, oh, nerdy, oh, very sporty, sporty like, or, you know, one judgment or this or that or whatever, if they fall into a bucket. And I play games in my mind about this because I laugh at myself when I do this internally. And I go out and meet that individual and I, I get great satisfaction of proving myself wrong 
when I actually interact with that individual and that bucket just gets blown out and this individual just rocks my world. And it's amazing for me. And, and, and I can't stop. I haven't yet evolved to the point where I've stopped that program of slotting people based on what I see of them and how I see how they behave into a bucket. But I have learned to play the game with myself and not take it seriously. And when I go meet that individual, I love proving myself wrong, proving that bucket list wrong. And, in, and I'll be honest with you, it rarely, if ever, if ever, proves the bucket right. I always tend to, to laugh at myself and find myself wrong when I meet that individual. The bucket, that's just, that's just a game. So that's what I need to do. I need to free myself. I need to free myself from my physicality. And in so doing, hopefully, inspire those around me who are ready to be free and to accept those that choose to remain to be defined by their physical limits. Because that's a choice. And that's a choice we must accept. It doesn't matter if you choose to shed your physical identity, to take a path that leads to you. It doesn't matter whether instead you choose a path to stay in your brain, deeply invested in your physical self. I will always respect and love you for who you are. And that's what I think we all need to perhaps collectively begin to wrap our minds around it. We are not all the same. You know, the world keeps telling us, oh, you're all the same, and physically you're all the same. And no, 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 no. Perhaps on the outside, we are all the same. We all have skin, we all have hearts, we all have lungs. Yeah, yeah, perhaps on the outside in the physical world, we are all the same. I believe we are all different. We are all fundamentally different from one another. And I think that understanding and accepting the fact that we will always be different will help unite us more than following this falsehood that we somehow are all the same. We're all just part of a big machine and we all, you know, think the same way, we believe the same way. I have not met a single religious individual that, that is part of the same group of people that thinks the same way. I have not met one atheist, okay, that thinks the same way. I've not met one person from any country, from any culture, that thinks the same way as people of that same culture. I, I have yet to see evidence of how we are the same. In fundamental ways, where it really counts, even with our children, our wives, our husbands, our families, we are fundamentally different. And that is something that we must, we must accept together for us to find unity. Because we have to build systems, thoughts, processes, schools, justice systems, everything around the fact that we are not the same. We are different, fundamentally different. And how do we incorporate and accept and celebrate that difference together? And yes, and yes, even use that difference so that we can better solve world problems, right? So we can better look at things differently and incorporate everyone's uh, viewpoint. So I believe, regardless of your choice, 
whether you choose to invest your identity in your physicality or invest your identity in, in your being within that physicality, you will still be on a journey to find you. For I believe we are all on that journey, whether we recognize it or not. Your path is yours, and I, for one, will always defend it. You choose how you will grow. So this purpose of this series of broadcasts, podcasts on um, my body and me, is to open the door to the possibility that our bodies may not always be a reflection of who we are. And we may need to rethink how our bodies impact our lives so that they can assist rather than hinder our journey to becoming who we are, really are. And the, and, the, and the side theme for all of this, and the basis and the premise of all of this, is that perhaps we're not so alike. Perhaps we're not in, in the fundamental ways that count, in the ways that are, you can't see, feel, or touch. We're different. And we must celebrate that. And we must incorporate that into a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a new way of governing, and a new way of existing on this planet. Thank you for listening, and have a great week.